I'm not going to introduce any castles that are floating in a strange way, so no one can ask which side <laughs> is Only up. castles floating in a normal way. Yeah. Well, Howl's Moving Castle, illegal. Castle in the sky. We're, we're debating. We're, to be we're fair, looking Howl's, one moving, over. Howl's Moving Castle did not float. It walked. I mean, walking is kind of like floating. No, it is not. It's like floating on legs. I mean, on an atomic level, when do things actually touch? <laughs> Are any of us ever touching anything? <laughs> really? Was He's never actually touched another person. Song? <laughs> every time we touch, and every time we may we never touch. touch. But what if we don't? It really dinks you dink. It really does. Cascade of the philosopher of our time. <laughs> this says a lot about society. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Extra Planner Coalition, a Dice Fiend Starfinder adventure. You join the 8th squad high above the world of AIM as they receive a new team member and find a sudden shadow cast over their bright futures. Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of... I'll edit this in later. I did in a Microsoft sandwich. You literally voice. decided what it would be called before we started title. recording. I please did, didn't please, I? Please dub it in in like a text to speech voice. The next plan our collision. I welcome will. to the reboot of the reboot <laughs> of Queer Eye. Yes, welcome to the reboot of the reboot of Queer We're Eye. We're going to get people who, are, who look slightly different. Than welcome the to Dice Fiends Queer Eye, starring Garamajima. <laughs> starring Corey. Yes. He does I, only have one. I guess that tracks. Welcome to Dice Fiends, the episode game about Starfinder in which we play characters. By we, I mean my four players, sometimes five, sometimes three. I think one time two, but never one. Because that, that would be that would be silly. Yes. Not no shade on the people who do that. My name is Eric. I will be your GM for this evening. And of course, that means your Goro Majima. Of course. Everybody knows that's what GM stands yes. for. Yeah, and my pronouns are he, him. We're really narrow casting people who listen to actual play RPGs. <laughs> We're just really so. trying to capture the niche market here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Venn diagram of TTRPG players. And next, week we'll be, stands. next week we'll be catering exclusively to people who've seen the movie Primer, so I hope you're ready. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nick, well, can you tell us about Primer? Yes. It is a movie in which there's time that someone travels through. Tell that's, me more. That's pretty much it. I think this that's is the dark timeline of Yes Ending. I didn't expect Primer to keep being the bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's continue the introductions with Nick. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I'm Nick. I've never seen Primer. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing Hoplite, XV11 or Hopper, a warforged soldier. All right. Mac? Hey guys, I'm Mac. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm going to be playing Embridge Rakasar, who is an elf mechanic. Uh, Embridge's pronouns are she, her. Uh, yes. was, sorry, was there anything else? Unless you wanted to add something, no. Okay. I also haven't seen the movie Primer, and oh. I don't know 
what anybody's talking about here. So anyway. All right. Hi, I'm Jess, and we're three for three on people who have not seen the movie Primer. Ooh. So let's see <laughs> if we can keep up the streak. <laughs> uh, my pronouns are they or she, if you're feeling really spicy. Um, I'm playing Zizak Drakasair, who's a Vesksolarian. His pronouns are she, her. And that's that's all I got. Hello, my name is Theodore Monk. Pronouns are he, him. I'm playing Kivra, the Lashunta Envoy, and... Oh God! Hey guys, it's it's me, past Theo. My future my future Theo tried to primer me, so I had to take him out. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Is is that what happens in the movie Primer? You, none of y'all can say otherwise. Is, is we found primer, the we found the. Primer I could tell watcher, I could guys. tell y'all literally anything <laughs> that happens in that movie, and you would not be able to argue with is me. Primer, God, I'm the found, I'm sequel boys. to Looper. <laughs> I was about to ask the if Primer was or is the that Bruce like the prequel. <laughs> Like, does it prepare you to watch Looper? Uh, the just as a the long story short about Primer is it is the time travel movie you will not enjoy until you read the Wikipedia article and go, oh, that's what happened. Oh, in the, the first third of the movie is just a couple of shitty engineers trying to start a business, and then nice. it's a time travel movie. Ah, incredible! Ah. Sounds great. That's actually just like my memoir. That's actually a great segue because that's exactly how this campaign starts. Take it away, Eric. <laughs> Well, I don't think Theo introduced his character. I said the, oh. I said Kiefer the Lashunta oh. Envoy. Then I did my bit. My well, Eric, maybe you should have been a better listener. I should have, and this I this kind of sounds like a you problem. Eric, you threw off his bit. I'm I'm sorry. You threw Theo. off my groove. I'm sorry. I'm the listen. I'm the guest here. One moment. I'm the guest in your house. No, Let me no, just Eric, leave. I'm taking Hello. over. I'm the Goodbye. Garam now. I am the Garam. <laughs> <laughs> the Garamajima. This is. I, I know I've contributed. To, I know I've contributed to it, but this is the night of long bits. <laughs> Look, the best bits are the ones that go a little bit too long to the point where they're not funny anymore, and then they keep going until they're funny again. <laughs> I'm sure that's always true. That's the Dicene special. That's, that's my motto. Keep the bit that's going until everyone wants you dead. That is my motto. Thank you. All right. Do you think Majima's seen the movie Primer? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. We have to keep. We have to go on. I'm going. I'm actually going. I'm actually going to smash my mic. <laughs> All right. Well, before you smash your mic, let me pull some things up. Da 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 that's not the song I was doing. <laughs> all right, all right. Jam out to the Venga Boys. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. We will start in five, four, three, five, two, one, ten. We open. Yep. There is a longship. The SS longship. The SS longship, and the shuttle passes by that going to even longer ship, nearly half. Nearly the SS longer ship. Yes, there's the SS Longship, SS Longership, and then the shuttle passes by those going to the Steadfast, the, cap, the capital ship and flagship of the Extra Planner Coalition. It is nearly two kilometers long, with a quarter of that being taken up by massive drift engines. So the shuttle passes by the SS Longship and the SS Longer Ship to reach the flagship of the Extra Planner Coalition, the Steadfast. 
Docking in the bay, 16 newly minted members of the High Threat Response Corps walk off the ship, 15 of them being jovial and splitting off into their own directions. But we decide we follow a young Lashunta woman who is all alone. Theo, can you describe your character? Uh, sure. So uh, being Lashunta, being kind of this alien race, she's got uh, sort of darker purpley skin, not like bright, bright, violent, you know, rave colors, but like sort of darker uh, indigo-ish. Uh, with sort of matching hair that tapers off into uh, lighter purple strands. Uh, it's kind of tied toward the back, but a lot's just sort of falling along the sides of her face. It's not, it doesn't look like she puts a lot of effort into maintaining anything, but like bare minimum out of her eyes. Uh, she's got a bag on, she's got a ba- like her bag on her one shoulder uh, and she's got earbuds in uh, and she's listening to, and she's listening to an, uh, <laughs> to some, some shitty audiobook, something, something just killing the time. Uh, somewhat informative, but not really. Uh, and I think she's looking around for the uh, unit that she is essentially interning for. She's listening Sorry, to the Da Vinci she... Code. <laughs> I was gonna say, is she listening to a podcast? She, whoever, <laughs> is it a podcast about the Da Vinci Code? <laughs> it's, a, it's actually Kingdom Hearts: A Forgotten Era, an interstitial po- podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, some 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 garbage like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you have been assigned to the eighth squad. The eighth, eighth squad. Yeah, eighth, eighth squad. Jess, Nick, Mac. Would any of your characters be down there to greet the intern, or would you still be like in the communal bunker? The, in communal, the communal room. Of the There's one squad. big bunk for everyone. One bunk, and everybody's got a cuddle. It's a cuddle bottle. <laughs> it's like that scene in Brooklyn Nine Nine when they want to turn; they all have to like do it in sync. It's a big fucking bunk because I am like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Would you be in the communal room still uh, that they squat shares? That's a good question. So I, we know there's somebody coming, right? This isn't like a surprise. Here's your new baby. Yeah, I think Hopper Hopper would probably be out there like cleaning his his gun. All right. When Theo's character walks up, I think he would like walk up and very like, militaristically stand up and do kind of a an attention recruit with like a military salute kind of very very uh much in the the vein of of a soldier all right could you describe what hopper looks like uh yes so hopper is a uh war forged um for uh all intents and purposes um an android using the starfinder um stats but he is um six feet tall uh made of a um, silvery, but c- kind of like a combination of like silver metal with like um, like a matte black. That's sort of the motif uh, of his like metal metal frame um, humanoid uh, eyes that glow a soft blue. Uh, I assume that he's probably wearing. I don't know if we've talked about what the the HTRT's uniform is, if any, but his would be something he would probably take a lot of pride in keeping it. Um, in in crisp shape you would notice um one of his arms uh instead of the metal of the of the rest of the warframe actually has what looks like a synthetic flesh so it actually looks much more like what a a um a human's arm or some some other non-android or non-warforged species um just along his right arm which is which you would have seen while he was cleaning his gun and embryo zizek would you be there um zizek's gonna be where embryo is so 
Yeah. Um, I would, I was going to say Embraer is probably, um, not out in front of everybody right now, uh, just because like social is not really her thing. So I can still be just chilling in the barracks. Yeah. Area. I think uh, she's probably, uh, Embraer is probably in the barracks reading like a, um, uh, a book on like, a uh, like a, a, a data pad or something. Do you have a question, Nick? Yeah, Theo, how do I pronounce your character's last name? Uh, Gearsha. Gearsha. Okay. Gearsha. I, I think that uh, Hopper would probably stand up and say, uh, recruit Gearsha, I presume. Yeah, that's that's me. Heard a lot of uh heard a lot of a lot of good things about you. Say so you're uh, quite the whiz. Well, you know, that's that's what they call me, the whiz kid. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I guess you got your nickname. Uh, the others are wait, wait, on the wait, ship. Can I, can I try again? Uh, no, don't worry about it, Wiz. Uh, wait, no. Oh, oh. Uh, he, 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 you see a, a very, very slight uh, wry wrinkle of a, of a, of a grin there. Uh, says, uh, the others are, are, are back in the communal room if you'd like to meet the rest of the team. Uh, sure, lead the way, sir. You lead Kivra through the sh- ship. You get on a light stream at some point, and then you hop off at the barracks area in the community room and entering you do see Zizek and Embre if you two would like to describe yourselves. Yeah, so Embre is um, just like sitting on one of the beds uh, reading a book um, you know, like a like an ebook on a data pad um, and you know, at the sound of the door opening, she kind of looks over um, watches for a moment and then uh, stands um, she is an elf. Uh, she is tall. She is probably about, um, Embre is, uh, about six foot five. She is just like tall, uh, kind of leanly muscled, um, and has, you know, short brown hair. That's kind of like, uh, it's shaved on the sides and like slicked back into kind of a, a, a mohawk. Zizek? Is it my turn? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I never know when it's my turn to talk. That's, okay. that's okay. my that's my failing as a person. No, I'm kidding. These are jokes. No, these are jokes. Oh my god, I'm getting love beamed by Goromajima. There you oh, go. I've been energized with the love yeah. sauce. All right. No, I don't like that. I'm taking that one back. <laughs> I'm pulling that one out of the air. I'm putting it in the trash. Okay. Anyway, got an so- eye patch and in short black hair. Fuck. Oh shit! <laughs> it is also wearing worth a very elaborate suit jacket that, uh, with nothing underneath. No. It is also worth mentioning that Goromajima is here in this song. He's just hanging out. <laughs> He's Let's see. Here. Let's roll the d six. Oh, spiritually, isn't Goromajima we haven't rolled any dice yet? <laughs> okay, here I'm gonna roll a d six. Oh my god, it's a one. He's here. <laughs> All right, yep. Like, actually, that's not jokes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Zizak's not here anymore, and now Mora Majima is here instead. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, Zizak, you've been replaced by Gora Majima. <laughs> that's okay, I accept it. All right, Zizak, um, what do you look like? Uh, well, Zizak is, has been doing, like, increasingly elaborate push-ups in the floor next to the bunk mm-hmm. until people enter, and then she just kind of, like, jumps to her feet and is like, huh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, with that new information, can I retcon a little bit? No. Yeah. Go for it. So Embre, th- this entire time, she's been, you know, she's had like a, a, a data pad, um, you know, out in front of her and she's been kind of half reading, 
half watching Zizak do push-ups. She's sitting on Zizak's back while Zizak. Oh yeah, I thought you were sitting and laying on Zizak's back, reading from her data pad. That is so much better. There you go. I think I think Hopper Hopper would say to to Embray. So how many how many did she get up to this time? Oh, uh, we're at 200 right now, actually. It burns. <laughs> it burns in a good way. <laughs> uh, well, uh, team, this is uh, the new recruit. Hello. Uh, I think she. I think she salutes like unnecessarily. Nice. I'm gonna actually like physically describe my character now since I didn't get go to for it. No, too late. Okay. No. All right. Well. <laughs> no. Please go on. <laughs> Zizak looks however. No way. They changed my mind. No. <laughs> Zizak looks like Goromajima, but if he was a lizard. Yeah. So <laughs> a little lizard. bit like Goromajima without the eye patch. I've been. I'm currently who playing. Says, the... Who says Zizak isn't wearing an eye patch? All right. <laughs> Give me a description of Zizak. Zizak is it? Uh, well, she's a Vesk, which means she's just a big fucking huge lizard. Um, she's like seven feet tall-ish when she stands up, which you can't tell because she's doing push-ups. She doesn't wait for Imbre to get off of her back before she stands up and does not make her eat shit in the floor. Um, and she, yeah, she's about seven feet tall. She's scaled. Her scales are like a kind of iridescent silvery color. She's... Um, She's got a bunch of horns. and She's also scaled to the player character level. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't think you can cheese this boss, guys. <laughs> um, she has like little horns kind of scattered around her face. Her right horn, she has two that are like larger than the others. And the one on the right is like broken off. And um, she has kind of large reptilian eyes or a bluish color and one of them has a, a very prominent scar coming through it and it's gone a little milky the eye itself it's not clear if she can actually see through it or not and i don't think she spends a lot of time talking about it so um yeah and she's just there and taking up a lot of space <laughs> all right and you do normal and hoppers as i can and Bray would know you do normally have a Sheeran teammate named Lorik, but he is currently planet side doing some personal business. And there is Goromajima just walks out of the bathroom like, oh, and walks out of the room silently. (laughs) He's not part of the team. He just likes to hang out with us. He's just there. Um, Can can I ask uh, on the the walk over, Hopper would have tried to get... uh, um, Kivra's measure just a little bit, like whether they seemed nervous or confident. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to roll anything, but I'm just trying to get like, what's the vibe of this new recruit coming coming onto the team? Hey, I don't think she's giving a lot away. I think she's just kind of like, not, but I think that also manifests as like, she's not really looking uh, at Hopper or like trying even trying to make conversation. She just kind of looks like she's just kind of, She's she's vibing. She's just vibing. Keeping it professional. I mean, yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. Like she's not seeming too she's not seeming too twee about this, but it's also like she's okay. not, you know, like wringing her hands. Yeah, good. No, I, that's what I was just trying to get the vibe. It's like she was like awestruck to be on the ship or or anything like that. Um, so seems basically confident in their abilities. I'm just so just pointing. I think Hopper would 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 respect that. Like as they were coming over, like maybe expecting kind of like a nervous fidgety kid. Um, Meanwhile, if you listen in on our thoughts, it's like left foot, right foot, left foot, left <laughs> foot. Good. That is a very. There's a Kasatha cowboy picture. 
Anyway. <laughs> sapphic cowboy picture? Oh, hell that's yeah. Just, that's just there are plenty eye. of those. I was saying Kasatha as the race. I sapphic cowboys. My favorite. Oh, I believe it's sapphic cowboy. And I'm like, first off, band well, name. That's, that's name my favorite genre say. of anything. That's the name oh, of the campaign. Yes. Sapphic yep. Cowboys. See you, sapphic cowboy. That's, that's sapphic the name of this episode, just, the sapphic cowboys. It's just that eye. You're right. Love it. Yeehaw. All right. So as you are putting your bags down in like your personal area and getting acquainted with everyone, you do all get up, ping on your AR displays, and your commander, former squad mate, ZZ, comes up on the feed. Hey, eighth. Y'all free? We are now. Good. Meet me down at the hangar. We have a mission. And then with that, it clicks off. Ah, oh, finally. I feel like that could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, with these things, everything's just, it's, everything is a Zoom call. <laughs> Important is we get to get out of here and do uh, something. Yeah, I think before heading out, heading out of the ship, uh, Hopper would do like a quick uh, uh, weapons check, just like check all his ammunition and everything. Like, all right. Holsters. So, it's like, so do we have to go to like the armory or anything? It's like, nope. And just like lifts up the mattress, nearest mattress and all the weapons are just underneath. So that seems radically unsafe. <laughs> it's not OSHA compliant. In case of alien invasion. Uh, recruit, do you need anything? Are you good to go? I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, we're, we're going already, like right now? Yeah, I mean, we've got some cliff bars you can bring with you for the for the trip if you know you're... Uh, uh, I'm. I, I mean, do you have the white chocolate macadamia? Oh yeah, obviously, obviously. Oh, oh sweet, yeah. I'll, I think I'll take one of those. Got any yogurt? Oh, I got, think, got got some Danimals. Got that uh, like drinky yogurt. This is that. Didn't you didn't you finish off all the yogurt during your last uh, after your last workout? I'm oh, I did. Apologies. Pretty sure you cannonballed like six of them. <laughs> yeah, you shotgunned. <laughs> I gotta have my calcium. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric. Do we get enough? Do we get enough airtime talking about yogurt? Yes, yes. Is Danimal, okay. is Danimal <laughs> sending our, the check? Have we met our quota? Yes, Danimal's <laughs> check is actually on the way right now. I don't know how they knew it. I just got an. I just Danimal's got an email watching. on my phone. Eric, didn't you know that? Danimal, my, my favorite video game protagonist, the dragon um, of Danimals. <laughs> hey, I should have also pointed out when I described myself. Uh, I didn't realize I was looking up like the different gear I picked. I've got an Isaki refractor suit, and it specifically says. This light armor is undeniably noticeable. Uh, it is tinted in different metallic shades. It's a reinforced jumpsuit layered with energy reflective foil. So apparently, I am. You're a disco I'm wearing ball. very loud. Yeah, you're in a outfit. disco suit. <laughs> disco guy. Yeah. The real reason it's so hard not to notice is it's got a deep V. Yep, the <laughs> deepest V. Wait, now. just flared collar. At the very end of the V, you can see a little bit of synthetic skin. Just a bit. I were gonna say just a little bit of all. <laughs> just a... All right, Hopper starts to head to this this hangar. All right, everyone good with bits and weapons and such. Yeah, yeah. All I think right. Zizak's gonna clap Kivra on the back on the way out the door, like, and it's it's too hard. To she still hasn't figured out oh, my bones. <laughs> I'll chew my bones. Oh my my fragile Ashunta bones. She could do it to Hopper because. 
He's a warforged. Don't worry, Kivra. We've got we've got workers' comp stuff you can fill <laughs> out. We've got extra bones. <laughs> yeah. We just go ahead and put a little bit of extra bone paste in all the yogurt because yeah. it's just a precaution. It's well, so I good for your bones. I can feel I can feel more bones growing. Danimals, no. more no. bones. No Animal one's bones bone. are stronger than mine. That's actually where is this I got all of the horns from. That's yeah. not natural. Get, I didn't have this many. <laughs> the first, more bones but... you have, the more you can afford to break. It's true. Yeah. That's just science. You go out of the hangar, you see other people milling about, you see some drop you see some drop ships like leaving and going down to Ain itself. ZZ greets you. He is currently in like full dress uniform and just has a bunch of medals. That's a description I give of people. <laughs> Eight Squad, we have a very important mission today. But mm-hmm. okay, new kid. Yeah, Kivra Kiva is is just looking at him munching on her cliff bar. Oh, uh, by the way, just while while I've got you here. We are going to need some more yogurt back in the ship after this. So, okay. Would... Well, once once you get back to your quarters, there'll be more yogurt. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so oh, what's good. this? What's this uh, mission? So, we've been trying to keep this on the download, but a few days ago, far we have we haven't gotten communications from Far Harbor in a few days, and we stopped getting communications from Mechanicus. What? Also, is that a person or a place? Mechanicus, or okay, Mechanicus is one of the worlds, one of the colony worlds we have. Basically, just think of like it's kind of like the Death Star, just but it's like all gears and open machinery. So it's just a giant machine world. I know that Hopper would know where what about it because that's where the glass needed to make the Warforged course comes from. We haven't heard from either Mechanicus or Far Harbor in a few days and then the Alpha Relay in the Kitka Highlands went down. A team of PDF was sent in but they were they haven't been heard back from so we're sending the four of you in. Uh, Any idea what happened to them? There's a blackout zone satellites passing over noted that they were probably shot down somewhere along the way. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, you will be entering hostile territory with probably no backup or communications or, you know, any idea of what's going on. But if I didn't trust you could take it, I wouldn't be assigning you this mission. Sounds like a fun time to me. And you're all right with us bringing the recruit? That's what she's here for. I'm here for what? You're here right. to learn on the job. I was going to say, well, we'll see if you're uh, you're as bright as they say. What about Lorik? Lorik is currently planet side. He, I believe, he went to do something at Sword Base. Since this isn't, since we don't have time to get him back up here and get him into the zone, we you will be one person short. But if we can get him out there before you are able to reestablish communications with Alpha Relay and get that back online, we'll be sending him in. All right. This well. isn't ideal, but it's important that we get communications up so we can find out what happened to our two worlds. He'll catch up. Do we have uh, permission to engage with enemies? 
Permission granted, Hopper. As deadly force authorized. Yes, sir. Oh, you'll get that. You'll get this out the way early. Oh, this is how it always goes. It goes yogurt, uh, deadly <laughs> force. Uh, I guess <laughs> first any- we carbo load, and mm-hmm. then yeah, T- technically first we carbo load, then we carbo load, <laughs> then we get, then we carbo lock and load. And uh, <laughs> are we are we taking the are we taking the ship down? Uh, straight, yes, you straight there. Yeah, you will be taking one of the drop ships down. Will you be needing a pilot? Or uh, I'm going to look over at the recruit. <laughs> she looks back completely not understanding. Like she's just nibbling on her cliff bar like, yeah, we got a pilot? Do we not have a pilot? Do y'all not have a pilot? Do we <clears throat> not have a pilot? I'm picturing, okay. uh, I'm picturing that scene where like uh, Kivra looks up like chewing on the cliff bar and everyone else in the room is looking directly at her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You fly, rookie? I mean, yeah, but all right. y'all don't have a like, pilot? Claps our oh, hands well. together like, hey, we do now. I mean, we used to, but that's a story for another day. Oh my God, did your previous pilot die? Don't worry about it. I don't want to. Yeah. Now I feel worried about it. <laughs> She's getting pushed onto like the loading dock of the ship. <laughs> if it yeah. makes you hey. feel better, he didn't die in a piloting accident. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh, that's a really good not. point, Zizak. <laughs> I mean, fine. I I guess I'll give it my give it my best. There Look. you go. Look. He tosses the he tosses the little activation key to you. Uh, she fumbles it between her two hands and drops it. <laughs> it's made of sturdier stuff, so it doesn't break. But yes, try not to drop them. And then when we get back, we can all have a yogurt, and you can regale us with the tale of your piloting expertise. Uh, uh, I think my piloting expertise will be what we do in this mission. Exactly. Look, this seems like a pretty simple point A to point B. I'm sure you'll be fine. And look, I've got an eight in piloting, so I'll jump in if you need anything. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. I'm glad your ranking is an eight. <laughs> I don't know if that's a big number or not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Like at this point, I've already said she's getting like pushed onto the ship. Yep. She's, she's like seeking very uncertainly into the pilot seat. Yep. So the dropship you're going in is a, by stats, is a huge vehicle. So you're able to well, get hey, in a love who you love. pilot seat. And there are, <laughs> yeah, there are, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fucking, it took me too long. Anyway, there are two additional gunner seats. There's one cannon on the top of the ship, one cannon on the bottom. And just plenty of rooms with some jump packs in case you need to make an emergency landing or need to bail out of the fucking ship. Yeah, uh, Hopper will hop down into the bottom uh, gun. All right. Would anyone else like to take the top gun or? Um, the top gun, you say? That. <laughs> we call I feel that like that. I feel like that's zone. probably going to be me. Yeah, right. I don't think I'll fit in the seat. <laughs> All right, so you can just sit. You can just sit comfortably as the others are doing all their stuff. There's a co-pilot seat, and you sit into it, but like you're too big, and but it's, it's like way too small. Into the edge of my seat. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'll be I'll be back, Zizak. Uh, Kumo here. I'll keep you company. All right. Uh, bark, that bark. is Kumo is my drone. Oh, that means spider. I know. 
Okay. That's why I named her that. Um, so her, her name is Kumo. Uh, she is like a little, um, she's a stealth drone. Cool. Um, nice. And she has little like spider like legs. Uh, could, could, when, when Hopper goes to leave before I head down, could I kind of, could he like hold out and do like a little fist bump with Kumo? Like, I'd like to imagine that Hopper has, I, I told Eric this in one of the, the other sessions we were talking that I think he, he has like a soft spot for, uh, like drones and, and other like somewhat less than sentient AIs. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You get a fist bump from Kumo. Embra has probably tried to like talk to Hopper about, kumo and be like yeah you know she you know that she's not like really quite at the level of sentience as you are right yeah yeah he would be like oh yeah okay yeah not quite at my level i get it i get it i'm not that smart and no 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 no. i don't say that as like a derogatory thing toward you know either of you um i i just you know i'm i'm still working on her she's still in process you know Hey, yeah, I mean, I was just a heap of scrap metal one day, a mechanicus, before they uploaded my uh, AI, so they'll get there one of these days. Kumo is very smart. Watch, and then I take a little ball out of my pocket and throw it. <laughs> Let the drone go fetch it. Kumo chases it. <laughs> I taught uh, her that. I taught her that. Hopper, Hopper also chases it. <laughs> oh. It's like a laser pointer. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> is Kiever concerned when... Not only the drone, but the soldier goes to chase the red ball. I I think she's too busy worrying about the fact that, yeah, she's flying like a ship totally on her own for a real mission for the first time. I think this is like the first time she's seen me like kind of like out of her depth, like, uh, you know, 10 and 2, seatbelt on. You know, like, <laughs> Did you doing like mirrors? <laughs> Yep. I think she I think she actually like prepares to leave earlier than the others expect and then realizes the parking brake's still on. <laughs> she starts to lift off, but then Kumo and Hopper have to just hurry back on after chasing the ball. Mm-hmm. Um here's a question, Eric. I um I made sure I took the um I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to learn my star starfinder terms. The uh, one of the augmentations I took is a standard data jack. Right. Um, so from the gunner seat, could I like use that? It's, it's like a physical, I think like port that you can plug into to just kind of like jack into the ship. So even though I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of trying to like keep an eye on things, but I don't want, uh, Kivra to necessarily th- like, think I'm like actually looking over her shoulder. Unless Kivra is actively monitoring the systems to see if there's anything in it, you wouldn't have to, but you could just make maybe a computer's check to just say, Get in enough to like yeah, yeah. see that everything's working well. So you've got like the passenger seat break, like the the driver's yeah. ed instructors. Yeah, uh, that's a twelve. All right, and time to roll a d six. Gorumajima is not on the ship with you. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> Wait a second. Why Come am on. I ca- why am I showing five life forms? <laughs> oh God, he's in the oh, wings. It's Kumo. Mm-hmm. It's Kumo. It's okay. It's Kumo. Yeah. All right. As you. You lift off this shuttle sealing itself tight to drop for this brief trip through space. And you start descending into the atmosphere. Can I get a brief pilot? Can I get a very easy pilot check from you, Theo? So just roll d20, add my total piloting seal? Yes. Uh, Not a joke, not 20 plus 14. Nice. That's so perfect. Fucking opening roll of the game. Bodes well. Nice. 
All right. You get I'll... shot down. <laughs> we get up again. They're never going to keep us. Koromajima claps you on the shoulder. You did well. <laughs> and he slithers back into the vents. Yes. <laughs> he just he goes back into the manhole that's years. on the ship. He disappears into the airlock, and then we just see like a man skydiving through. Yes. <laughs> no, Majima, come back. I know this is just going to kill the tone, but we are going to keep this up the entire game. This bit is going the whole time. We're going, we're going to get to the final boss. There's going to be like two of us left alive, like bleeding, like whole, like clutching our wounded arms and then just suddenly from like over uh, over a steep intimidating staircase and you're like yeah like just <laughs> Majima is gonna you you everything has gone according to that <laughs> at the very end Goro Majima <laughs> comes into the final boss fight and just whacks the final boss with a baseball bat <laughs> <laughs> Go to horny jail. <laughs> You've actually probably done it, maybe not a million times, but a hundred times on the simulators and even like in in real ships, just like doing a controlled descent into the atmosphere, coming in at the right angle, and you know you're piloting very well. So it's like uh, I want to say Hopper is like is 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 watching and is right. probably he's having that moment in the matrix where like neo is first doing things <laughs> he's like because he's probably thinking to himself holy shit this kid is good like i mean mo like monitoring the system uh just kind of getting a feel for it is is very much thinking to himself like he, he's impressed as you are going through you descend up below a certain height and probably like 30 minutes of flying later you entered the area around the Kithka Highlands, and you notice that your comms go dark. Uh, can I try to uh, figure out what's going on? Um, yes. With like some kind of, I guess this would be computers. Yeah, roll me computers. All right, that is 13 plus 16. So it's a 29. lot. Nice, 29. You are able to determine that it's not like, an absence or something, but there's an active jamming signal coming down mm -hmm. and pinpointing it looks like it is coming from the relay station. Uh, oh. I'm going to, I'm going to come over the comms. Uh, Embry, I'm, uh, my systems are going dark. You got anything up there? Yeah. Sorry. There's a jamming signal coming from the relay station. Um, this is, this is normal, right? Is this normal or is this? I think not? this is what the guy told us during the briefing. Okay. Yeah. Typically, the relays don't jam unless it's during a time of war. And even then, since this is a coalition-controlled territory, mm -hmm. you wouldn't your own comps shouldn't be on the receiving end of this. Okay. But it looks like yeah. they're just okay, okay, blanketing okay. the airwaves. Right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna come over again and say, uh, recruit, uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, we obviously we we lost our lost our our external comms, but if you see anything, let us know. Kivra, give me a perception with plus five to your roll. Uh, excellent. I already have a six. Um, Dope. Uh, that's a 13 plus five plus six. So that's a 25. Thir Wait, no. 24. 24. As you're getting lower, you do see like about three strange encampments. Three strange machines stationed near the encampment. 
stations near the relay itself and you see some smoke coming up in the distance that you didn't notice before. Hey, I think someone was camping and forgot to put out their fire. Oh shit. That's illegal. Somebody call Smokey. Good thing That's we already authorized it. Good thing we already authorized deadly force. <laughs> We're coming for these fuckers. Only you can prevent. Was the mission fires. a success? But you Hell chose yeah, not to, so now we're going to do it. <laughs> Hell yeah, we executed a couple of lumberjacks. Yep. But yes, you you do see using the sensors on the ship, you do see what looks like three tripods with cannons attached to them, like walking around patrolling mm. the area outside. Hmm, that's bad. Yeah, right. that's not great. What, how, what did you describe them as? <clears throat> Three tripods, kind of like, not tripods, but like, think of the spider walkers from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Just like three sharp pointy legs and just like a giant cannon sticking off it. Okay, and we would recognize those not as on our side. You don't know where they're from. Mm. Uh, I'm going to come over comms so everyone can hear me. Well, I guess I should wait. I don't know. if Has Kiva communicated this to us? Uh, I mean, hell yeah, I would. It's like, hey, y'all see this, right? Visually, would 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 Hopper see it from since I'm in the lower gun ship? Like, is that the I'm or lower gun? Kiefer um, could easily like throw it to your screen or screens inside okay. the ship. Uh, what do you what do y'all think? Should we try and get a closer look or land and move in by foot? Well, um, it doesn't look like they have anything that can, uh, you know, take us down from the air, right? Uh, not those things. I think this ship's got enough armor plating to withstand at least a uh, few glancing blows. Just want to strafe these fools? Yes, I'll, let us strafe these fools. I will have, since you're the one piloting the ship, Theo, I'm mm-hmm. going to have Kiva roll initiative versus their initiative. All right. What do I add? Um, just roll d20 plus your dexterity. Rockin'. Yeah. All right, so it's I, plus three. I will say, Eric, I did not get to the starship combat part of the, the rule book. I'll have you know. Did anyone? So, Paizo, who knows? So I did roll a one. That gives me hope for the future. What was the attack? What was the, what's your dex? Uh, plus three. All right. Well, so they end up going first, but on the upside, you like you'll all go at the same time. So that means Embry and Hopper would be able to fire the cannons at them, and you can try to speed up or slow down or take a dodge action. I think Zizak is like visibly like slumped in her chair, just like bummed out, like ugh. Ship combat. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. I feel like I'm fresh out of an egg. I can't do anything. You could always jump down and smack them. I could. I'm just going to jump out. Don't do that, (laughs) Zizak. We talked about this. (laughs) We've been over this before. (laughs) All right, we've been over this. You can't just jump out of the ship during combat. (gasps) Yes, darling. All right, and I. Do you want me to send you the ship st- ship statistics? Uh, please. Oh shit, we can do a barrel roll. I'm looking at page three nineteen. 
Or or Z twice. Did someone say Top Gun? (laughs) All right. So first, first tripod. All right. The first tripod gets a total of twenty nine to hit you, and it deals. What's the number? Okay, yeah. That'll deal, yeah, 13 points of damage. So altogether, you'd be taking two points of damage after your hardness of 11. I can keep track if you want, just so. Yeah, that would be nice. All right, 180. Nope, that's the wrong slash. So yeah, there's just some, one hits you with a laser blast for just some very minor damage to the ship. Ah, shit! Well, I don't think they're on our side. The second one hits you for less minor damage. That's, yeah, that's 17 minus 11, so that's another 6. Oof. So you were pretty much right that they couldn't damage this ship too much, but, like, these are still things that could shoot down a lighter carrier or start fucking up soldiers if they came in on okay. front. That's good to know. Fortunately enough, the last one just misses you barely. Kiva is able to pull it, pull the ship out of the way as the last energy blast soars by you. All right. Oh, beans. It's the ship's turn. Well, I get trying to get in so they can, like said, strafe these fools. Textbook All maneuver. Right. All right, so make me a piloting check right quick. Uh, That is a 15 plus 14, 29. Yep, so you are able to strafe them and you will get a slight bonus to your armor class until the end of your next turn because you are able to fly defensively. Hell yeah. All right. Embraer. Embray and Hopper, you can each fire cannons once using your long range, long arm, or your range attack modifier. Okay. Unless you have something else better. Just real quick before Hopper lights these guys up, uh, are these are these piloted vehicles, or are these like just mechanical? Like, have have I would I recognize whether these are essentially just combat drones from the image you got you didn't see where there would be any cockpit on them okay you don't know what they are so you wouldn't be able to recognize offhand but odds are these are just drones okay that is a total of 31 all right roll i believe it's d8 for this ship all right let's see it's 2d8 Ooh. all right that's six and a six, 12. I will say Hopper will mutter, uh, sorry, little guys, as he as he fires off his... <laughs> I'm <cannon>. sorry! Why? <laughs> we oh. considered you our brother. How could you do this to us? All right, yeah. You nail one squarely. It isn't down yet, but it's not looking good. Like, you could probably blast off one of the legs. Okay. I think I'll, I'll yell over, uh, Embry, can you finish that one off? Yep, got it. Um, I rolled a 28 to hit it. Oh, yeah. You roll your 2d8. Okay. All right, that's going to be 12 total. 
12 total damage. Mm-hmm. All right, it's not quite finished off, but damn, mm. these things are built sturdy. Yeah, I thought we were to light them up. I think Zizek is like just cheering and vamping in the scene because yeah. there's nothing else she can do. Yeah, that thing is barely on its last legs, but it's still able to fire. Like, this is some Soviet built to last shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, it rolled a natural one, so it is all the damage both you, both Embry and Hopper have done to it causes the barrel to malfunction, and you just see like a small explosion coming from it inside its sternum, and the that tripod falls to the ground lifeless. Nice. All right, second one. That is a hit. 14 points of damage, so you just take three more damage as another energy blast... Oh, wait, no. As another energy blast goes along the side of your ship. And then the third one. Kivra, an energy blast hits, like, the area around the cockpit right on, but the armor on the ship is hard enough that you don't actually take any damage. So there's just a rattling of the ship as it hit, as it impacts but you don't see any like system notifications that additional hull damage was taken. I'm going to say you're about with one in within 100 feet of them at this point if you're going towards them. Is there anything you would like to do, Kira? Um, hmm. So there's like one left? There are two left. Yeah, I think she's just going to like bank hard to try and give the bottom turret a better shot. All right. I'm going to say your piloting role can carry on towards that, if you wish. Sure. All right. So then it goes to the gunners. All right. Uh, I'll just make another make another shot, I guess, at the one of the remaining two. All right. Oof. That's a natty one. All right. Your shot goes wild, hitting the side of the relay, but Oof. otherwise... Hey, nobody saw that. That was that was the tripod. Up to you, Embraer. I kind of whiffed that one. Um, I will take another shot. And if you want to do two shots, you can do it at a minus four for each as a full action. Hmm. Ooh, yeah, I think I will do that. All right. Holy shit. Well, uh, one of them is a nat 20. Nice. nice. Hey, balance. The other one is not as good. Um, What's and probably other? isn't going to hit. That's an 11. Let me check. These things have ridiculously... Yep, that hits. Okay, cool. All right, so for the uh, for the non-critical, um, I'm going to do nine damage total. All right. And then for the critical, I do three. I roll three. Uh, 3D8. Yes, you roll 3d8. Okay, uh, 17. 17? You just blow that thing away with two swift nice. shots. Pew, pew, pew. Ha-ha! <laughs> Leaving hey, Zizek, the... did you see that? I did. I didn't Pretty see good, it. right? Uh, it was probably because I distracted it with my yeah. shot on the relay. Oh, I'm going to try. Show them the <laughs> intensity of a thousand supernovae. All right. The last one will attempt to fire on the ship. These things don't have self-preservation as a module. <laughs> They didn't get that and update. it misses like a dickhead. 
You are rapidly closing in. Do you want to do anything? You could probably just land on it at this point. <laughs> I want to jump out of the ship, but they won't let me. I'm tempted to land on it. Go for it. Let's <laughs> just fucking land on this thing. I like to think that oh. in the, she banked like, hell yeah, this is cool. Oh shit, I actually don't know how to do this. <gasps> like <laughs> overcorrects really badly and just land straight on it. I never make, learned how to land. Make me a piloting check. Uh, 18 plus 14. So you end up landing on a dealing a total of 70 points of damage to it as the ship Oh just my god. <laughs> you definitely think that scratch the underside of the hole and some of the paint. And Hopper uh, in the lower gun turn is yeah. just like looking face to face or with like this crushed tripod. It like oh. it like reaches up one of its claws and like brushes the glass. Yeah, Hopper's yeah. like, Hopper, I'm Hopper sorry. Puts, Hopper puts his hand to the glass. <laughs> yes, it puts its paw. Uh, killed it so hard it came back to life and died again. Com- comes over comms. Uh, uh, well, you, you know, recruit. That's that's one hell of a way to take out a walker. My name was Terry. <laughs> no. no! <laughs> no! <laughs> I just take out a pillow and just finish him. I just. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> we all like clamor out, and you're like, "You guys go their, on ahead." You're like cocking your guns. <laughs> robot. Think yep, a happy, can. think a happy thought, Terry. <laughs> Just dreams. Tell me about the rabbits, Hopper. <laughs> Did I do it? Did I shoot down the ship, Hopper? <laughs> mm. I don't know what content warning we give for that, but I feel like we're going to need to give one. Uh, we need to give a spoiler warning for Of Mice and Men. Oh, it's, it's, you haven't read this 80-year-old book. <laughs> if you didn't read this one in high school, then... All right, well, let's uh, let's get the boots on the ground and figure out what the hell's going on. All right. Well, finally. I mean, we seem to already have not great vibes about this. Oh, the vibes I mean, down is, here are rancid. This is pretty. I think this is pretty mm. standard, wouldn't you say, Zizak? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's nothing too weird so far. It could be much weirder. Yeah, I think what they, I think in the academy they taught us that this situation would be classified as not cash money. That's <laughs> the official rating. Yeah, they don't call us the low threat response team, bud. Let's, they don't uh, call us the LRT. Let's move out. <laughs> All right. Continuing on to the array, it is it's a massive building, like complex, like four structures all together, and then just a giant pair of and I don't want to say antennae because that makes it seem too simple, but just like two metallic pillars going up. That is the array itself, and it you would know that it is the only array on end that is capable of drift communications without using like waypoints or drift relays like little satellites to get its message across it like can just target something in space if you have the coordinates and then you can just send a message there uh can hopper go over and check out the some of the remains of the 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 tripods and just see if i can find like any manufacturing uh clues or anything that might tell us like where these things are from okay let's go to engineering yeah, if you want to look at how they're made and see if you can find any marks. Yeah. Like saying, oh, this belongs to blah. Okay. Uh, that's a 16. You definitely know that you've 
never seen these before. You don't see any identifying marks, like saying they belong to like any like raider caravan, raider band, or there's mm-hmm. no big sticker on the side that says made in, made by oh. BBEG. It just says owned by GM. <laughs> oh my god, Gore Majima. Oh god, <laughs> wait, roll. Nope, he's not there. Ah, uh, okay. He fell to earth to the world somewhere else. But it was, uh, okay. All right. I'll just go back over to the others. Yeah. They, uh, serial numbers filed off metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Got no clue where they came from. Suspicious. Oh, Going to the relay, you find the door is locked. Uh, let me take a look at it. I can probably get it open. All right. What kind of lock is it? Um, it is an electrical lock. So you could, okay. You could probably use engineering to just take it off entirely. Or if you wanted to, you could also do computers to hack into it or a sleight of hand to... I mean, I could do either. Either of those are really good. All Um, right. Yeah, I am going to see if I can pop it open with engineering. All right. Roll your engineering. Uh, That's a 20 total. 20. You weren't able to get into the like far enough in to try and pop it off entirely you do identify some weak points like if you could to damage it from but uh if you had i was gonna say can i can i look to uh Zizax and their was, extremely large hammer i was about to say Zizak is gonna step up and say stand back my lady i'll handle this and just fucking <laughs> kick the door embrace stands back and Are you kicking I'm, the door I'm just hammering going, it? I am going to take a running charge at this door and just fucking try to flying kick the, the lock. All right. Roll roll an attack. Okay. Or roll a strength check. 21. All right. I'm going to say with Ambre pointing out where the structural weak points in the door are, you are able to just like kick it, it dents in, and then like you hear the electronic, you hear the mechanical part of the electronic lock breaking. That door is not closing for a while. <laughs> it's open. Uh, Hopper will try to take nice point job. just heading in. Uh, like he'll pull his uh, laser rifle off his back um, right. and is like getting in just kind of commando mode. Oh, okay. So Hopper going into the relay station, everything's in gray metal it appears that all the power has been shut down like the lights aren't work lights aren't on none of the computers seem to be functioning are there any terminals like anything anywhere nearby that i'd be able to like use my data jack to see if there's anything if like everything here is dead um give me an engineering role to see if you can determine what's wrong nine power may have been cut someone might have gone in and messed up the insides manually all right but, i'll just relay that to the rest hey uh it looks like the power's off i mean is wow, there not no shit do they not have backup generators uh i mean i guess an emp could have taken it out uh would we have not uh, can i sorry can i roll to see uh what's going on yeah uh all right that's a 20 no gorgonjima's not here Let's ah, see. that's disappointing. Nope, he's not here. Are you sure? Because I just rolled, and my roll says that he is here. All right, 
So yes, as you open so, up the panel, Gorumachima steps out. Ha ha! Oh, dude, we're just, what are you doing here? We're going to get the Spider-Man me. pointing meme, but it's going to be through Gorumachima. <laughs> you have caught me again. <laughs> Why is he a British aristocrat? I don't know. I'm bad at Why, voice Why would you give Majima this voice? This is offensive. Why was he giggling like the berries and cream lad a second ago? I that commercial actually, stopped because he murdered him. I've actually not had any. I've not had any experience with like post chapter two, post chapter four Majima in Yakuza Zero. So I don't know how much his character changes to the guy like sticking out of the fucking manhole. It's been a while. He's been through some shit. Yeah, <laughs> people change. Here's so the question. So he taught me. Uh, I have dark vision. Does anyone else can is can anyone I, not see in the dark? I also have dark vision. Yes, I have dark vision. How about the recruit? Can I tell what happened? Yeah, you can tell. What, you can tell what happened. It looks like several going into the like power station for this area. It looks like several wires have been cut and sabotaged. Oh. So you'd need to, some heavy duty to repair to get this part of the station on. But you do see there are some live wires, so power is still going on in po- another section. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, so some of the power is on, but some of it has been cut. Yes. All right. I have okay. to solve a puzzle. Uh, the reason I was asking about the, the dark vision is because I'm assuming it's like, I mean, is it pitch black in here? Are there windows or? Um, it is pretty much pitch black. Okay. In here. So it does say here, any of us who have a comm unit, comm units come with a built-in flashlight that gives you a 15 foot cone of light, just in case uh, Kiefer doesn't want to walk around in the dark. Kiefer just pulls out like a tiny little shitty survival flashlight, like twists <laughs> it to turn on it. Like it doesn't even cover like two mm. feet in front of her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopper will like point to the comm. And just kind of like tap it. Oh right. So I didn't put like a I didn't put like a specific mod or anything that does this on um, my drone. But could Kumo have like a light on her? Yeah, yeah. A light just pops out of Kumo. So... <laughs> Aw. I'm thinking she's got like a like headlights or something. <laughs> yes. She's got her brights on. Oh, yep. she's got like little little like spider eye looking headlights. Aw. And can I get everyone to roll me a perception check as you, if sure. you're going deeper? 18. 18? 25. Oh, oh boy, 28. Ooh. What do your fuck. elf eyes see? My oh. elf eyes see just see. fucking everything. I got uh, 19 plus 6, 25. All right, so Hopper, you rolled the 18, right? Uh, I got a 25. I got a 19 plus 19. I, 6 for 25 total. Did right. Zizek get the 18 then? I got That's an 18, the, yeah. All right. So Embray, Hopper, and Kivre, you all notice, you all hear like hushed tones and like walking around. You don't recognize the language it's being spoken in, but you do hear like the sounds of feet on metal while Zizek doesn't. I'm just blissfully unaware. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keeve returns to the others and fresh out of the academy makes several overcomplicated SWAT hand signals to indicate what, what she's hearing. And none of the others recognize what they are. Like, what are you what are you doing? Are, are you okay? She makes them more emphatically. Yeah, uh, I think that I think that there might be some sort of nerve gas affecting the recruit. Oh, no. There's guys outside. Time to put time to put the recruit down. <laughs> Truly <laughs> tragic. There's people here. Oh my god! Okay, so yeah, so uh, Hopper will, will Hopper had her for like an hour. She's such a good pilot too. H- Hopper just... gets out the pillow. <laughs> oh my god! No. tactical pillow. Content warning: <laughs> pillow. Uh, yeah. No, but if if uh, yeah, if we actually hear someone, yeah, Hopper will uh, will definitely kind of like hunch down and start to. Um, like try to signal to maybe actually dim the lights, like for Kumo to put on. I'm just wondering, Zizaku had like not heard this and doesn't have the best voice modulation at the best of times. <laughs> it's like, guys, what do you mean? Kumo, are Kumo you saying? Are you saying that? Um, <laughs> do you say that, Jess? <laughs> I feel like that is what that would that is something that would happen. Emery right. turns back to Zizak and she just immediately like, Shh. oh, okay. Embry Hopper. You don't hear them talking anymore. In fact, you hear some guns clicking. <laughs> Meanwhile, in another part of the Highlands. So, Lord, the 8th Squad was supposed to receive a new member today, but you got a job from your other employer, a human by the name of Lewis Bright, owner and operator of Brightco. Your mission was to go down to the surface and find a defector from Brightco? The na- he is a gnome by the name of Dr. Fliptop Shabaduke. Shabaduke? Yep. Fliptop. Yep. Fliptop Shabaduke. Dr. Fliptop Shabaduke. That is now written in my notes. Good. <laughs> From the steadfast, you took a shuttle down to Sword Base mm-hmm. and you were able to find Dr. Shabaduke's location in the secured files. Would you have requisitioned a personal shuttle or? gone into the city to get a vehicle on your own so it can't be traced probably into the city all right i don't want i don't want to be traced that's fair so you go into the city and you find a personal craft you are able to buy it using your or you're able to buy it or borrow it using some off the books money you've made from bright and you zoom down to the kithka highlands in the village of Kaliel. Okay. When you get to Kaliel itself, you see that much of the city, it looks abandoned. There are several dead bodies on the scattered around, and the main turret that was used to defend the city is broken. And it's, I say city, but it's more of like a small farming village. They just had like a turret in case people try to invade. God damn. The hell happened here? What would you like to do, Loic? Uh, I think, so you said there was a turret, right? Yes. I guess my first instinct is to take a look at that. Like, what's All happening right. there? I got just like a cursory look. See maybe like where it's powered from or... All Anything right. of the sort. Give me an engineering roll. 
Okay, so this is a D100 system or D20? D20 plus your engineering skill. Gotcha. Or if you don't have engineering, you can... I do. Oh, okay. All right. So that's a six. That's a six. <laughs> so now, well, right. So you know that just from experience, most of these are powered by mana batteries. Like, you just charge up the ambient magic, stick it in, and that powers the machine instead of using yeah. gasoline or such, such like that. Mm -hmm. But you can't find where the battery is right now though it looks like there's smoke coming up from it so it's pretty heavily it's not like it was just cut off from its power source oh god smoke i guess i can take a look at the bodies then all right give me a perception check okay or is a spotter, whatever they call it, in Pathfinder or Starfinder? What do they call? It? I think it's just perception. Yeah, All perception right. right there. Nice. Okay, that's a little bit better. Twenty-six. That's a lot better. That's like twenty a, better. Uh, a little smidge better. Yeah. Just a just a bit. Just a smidge. I have sixteen in perception, and I rolled a ten, so it's a twenty-six. Yeah. So looking around at the bodies, you see a you see a bunch of farmers like. They look like they had some weapons on them and were fighting whatever happened. But you also notice what's not there. You know that the doctor would have had a, co a coalition soldiers protecting him since he was defecting from your employer. And mm. despite you seeing like burn marks and blast marks around the house he would have been staying in, you don't see any bodies there. Mayor still alive. Okay. Well, I guess, should I check out the house then, at least? Yeah, checking out the house? You know? Yeah, I'm gonna peek in. Is it like, is it still upright or is it like kind of collapsed in or anything like that? It's upright, but the door has been broken in. There are several like, blast marks and like bullet holes lodged in the walls with that 26 perception you do notice like a slight bit of weird colored goo on the floor Ugh. do i do i happen to know like recognize it or anything roll me physical science 14 okay 14 14 all right another 10 roll <laughs> okay so with Oh, so you got a 16 before? Or did you get a six on that? I had, I, before the first, so the second, the last roll, I got a 10 and then oh. 16 perception, 26. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought you meant, okay. Mods. Yeah. Modifiers. Woo. Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't roll a natural 26. I feel so lied to. I know. I'm sorry. Next time I'll tell you. All right. And yeah. So you are with your physical science. You're able to deduce it's some kind of sedative. Maybe you like poke it a little and the tip of your finger feels numb, but it looks like this is some sort of sedative projectile that was fired. Yeah, checks out. So, I, I, so I'm kind of, right now, it, it seems like there must have been a struggle. 
I mean, obviously there was the turret. There are all the dead bodies. There's a sedative here. Mm-hmm. I think my instinct is that the guy was abducted. All right. So what are you doing now? Um, is there anything else in the house? You find his computer systems, some tools, Perfect. some letters, you know. Computer. Let's start with the computer. That seems All like right. the most obvious. Computers. Roll for computers. Okay, I got an 11 this time, plus 13 is 24. Yeah, so getting into the computer, you do see that it's set up to a, a discrete security system around the village. Apparently, he was very paranoid about his prospects. Must be the turrets. Yeah, but in getting into that security system, you can get a replay of what's what happened in the village. Boop. You, it goes exactly like that. Boop. I press play. All right. That was, that was me pressing play. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see several, for what, for lack of a better word, raiders in the village. Some bug-like tripods with, like, it's just, like, a cannon with a metal sphere on the bottom and, like, three bug-like legs just jutting up from the sphere. You see them firing on the turret, which is probably what took it offline. Mm-hmm. And the strangest thing about these raiders is like you can see some of their faces, but none of them look like any of the species you've seen. Okay. So you see like about seven bird-like humanoids, Ugh. five crustacean-like humanoids, and two people who are wearing full body armor that doesn't show their face. Freaky. They start taking out villagers, but they you do see them using specialized weapons against the soldiers and dragging the sol- unconscious soldiers and scientists back. It looks like they took them to the cemetery in town. Right. I, I guess I stopped the clip there, yeah. and I, I don't bother shutting off. Well, yeah, I bother shutting off the computer. All right. I, I, I don't want to be traced. Uh, I quickly wipe it, like, try to clean myself off. Okay, you take a spray ball. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Yep, the computer's now clean. Okay. Very important. And then I... I guess you said there were letters there as well, right? Yes. I'm going to tuck them into my coat and, like, not read them quite yet and leave the building. So going to the cemetery, you see that a lot of graves have been dug up, like recklessly. And Jesus, any valuables that are still there have been left there. It's just like bodies are being exhumed. Now that you're going into cemetery and the ground's a bit softer, you do are seeing drag marks going into a mausoleum. I'm going to draw my static arc pistol, and I'm going to carefully and quietly. Uh, sort of walk up, not to the door, but to the, like right beside the door. And then I'm going to peek in. Give me an F. Give me a stealth and a perception check. Okay, stealth. That is 19 plus 15 is uh, 20, no, 34? Mm-hmm. 34. 
uh, perception will be eight plus 16 is 24. All right. 34 and 24. That's very good. Yeah. I have a lot of points in both of those. You peek in the door and you do see one of the fully covered humanoids. They seem to have like some kind of very utilitarian mix of gray and brown armor. There's a signal on it you don't recognize. They have a rifle like scanning the doorway in case someone comes through. But because through your supernatural stealth, it feels like you are able to just like avoid their notice. So I saw, so let's see, I see people in uniform. Do I see the guy? No, you do. You don't see the guy. You just see one person. You just see one of the people who aren't showing their faces, didn't show their faces on the cams. And it looks like they're guarding it in case anyone comes into the mausoleum. So you're thinking Mm -hmm. there might be a path to somewhere else through this. Like it's not just a dead end. Yeah. Uh, what about the room? Do I see anything of note? You're seeing like a very basic statuary they're using as cover. And you see like religious offerings and symbols. And then there's a door going deeper in where the actual dead people would be buried. Well, I'm not going in there. <laughs> I, I get the very, I get a very strong sense that this, they they would have me surrounded. Yeah. And also, they would have the advantage because they have cover. I don't necessarily have that if I was to rush in. Mm-hmm. I mean, because all it would take is them rushing out, and suddenly I have no cover. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to peek around the back of the building. All right, going to the back of the mausoleum. It's not much, it doesn't look much bigger than the room you were in. It looks like a lot of it goes underground after a point. Hmm. And uh, you, on the back side of the exterior? Yeah, on the back side of the exterior, like there's just a big dome, maybe a little jutting off, but it seems like the majority of the mausoleum is underground. Um, if you've used your comp since you've entered a certain point, you would notice that they're being jammed by a signal coming from probably around the relay. This village is relatively close to it. And you can see the relay just like towering in the distance, but your comms are down. Is it too far to go to the relay and come back? It'll take, or... it'll probably take you about an hour on foot. May not be worth it for the time. I walk back to the front. All right. And I grab a rock from outside. All right. And I toss it into as far into the crypt as I can. Um, do you want to lure them outside or just so you can get the drop on them? I want to try to get them into the back of the crypt so I can get in. With your stealth, um, I'm going to have you roll me a bluff at plus five. Nine plus 20 is 29. So you're able to toss it over their head and they hear like the rock going down the stairs. Now, they say something you don't understand what they're saying. They look back to the doorway quickly, not not seeing anyone there. They go down the stairs. Who is left? Is there anyone left in the room? No, it was just that one person. I'm going to go into the the front room first right. and just take a look around. All right. 
you see much the same thing as I described, many religious symbols, funerary rites, the statue of probably whoever had the crypt built for them or the mausoleum built. It is, seems to be a tall bugbear man. Interesting. I'm going to kind of tuck myself into the corner All by right. the stairs and wait for the guy All to come right. back. The person eventually does come back muttering something to themselves you can't make out. I want to cover their mouth and choke them. <laughs> and like knock them out, you know? All right. Maybe They're not all wearing like a full them, mask, so. Is it possible I could slip my hand underneath the mask? I was thinking more like their kind of astronaut suit or like space armor. You could still try to restrict their airflow by choking them. Yeah, I'm going to try to restrict their airflow. Roll me a string to check to grapple them from behind. It's a two. Unfortunately, they got a 24 on their strength check. I rolled a 19. Oh, no. So they wheel on you. Yeah, they wheel on you. Like, you don't know what they're saying, but it's probably a curse. I'm going to have you roll me initiative. Actually, we don't need to roll initiative. There's two of you. They go first because they won. They produce a sword and swing it at you. Does a 19 hit your kinetic armor class? Uh, my armor class, my both of my armor classes are 13. Deals 14 oh, points no. of damage to you, to your stamina. Let's see. So 14 points to my stamina? As they bring their sword up like in a forward arcing motion, and you just barely stumble out of the way to avoid getting deep cut along your chest. What do you want to do now? I'm gonna I think I'll drop my pistol and pull my sword. And then I'll go for the slash. That's an 11. You can use a full round action to attack twice if you wish. It'll just be at a minus four for each roll. So you'd like to do that since you're already missing? Uh, 15 plus six is, 15 plus two is 17. That hits. Roll your damage. Okay, that's 16. You slash along their neck. You do tear away at some of the armor cons- protecting them. But it is their turn now. Yes. They will adopt a more aggressive posture and stab at you twice with their blade. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. The first one hits. Oh, no. And then the second one hits. So one. Oh, no. Unfortunately, that's only it only deals 20 points of stamina damage to you as you... Unfortunate. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. I mean, that it only it's that much. 1d8 plus 9, and I rolled a 1 both times. So. That's so unfortunate that it only did 20 damage to I, me. Yeah. Look, I know we're all sad about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's your turn. I guess I'm going to try to pry that helmet off to, like, expose the head. Would you like to make another strength check, or would you like to just, like try and slip your sword up underneath the helmet. I think sword underneath the helmet. All right. Would it make sense to just like have like a damage threshold for that or something? Yeah, I'm going to say if you use your full action, you can try to do that. You will only get one attack. Let's play dueling sword. Get the helmet off. That's a natural 20. So 26. Yep, that definitely hits. Um, How many... Roll an additional d6 for the critical, and then you'll have your damage. 8 plus 5 is 13. Yeah, 21. 
you straight fuck them up. You pry the their helmet off, and you see they just have like this gray, this pallid gray skin, and like cybernetic eyes, and some like rebreather apparatus attached to their mouth. You don't know what they're supposed to be, and they will attack you twice more. Bane from Batman. Yes, they're Bane from Batman. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Unfortunately, Bane's first attack misses you. But the second attack hits. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. I'm very happy. Uh Uh-huh. So Bane... That's good for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah, Bane hits you for 13 points of damage. What do you want to do now? How are they looking? They're looking very injured. Like, you did a deep cut along their face with that in trying to pry their helmet off and you've slashed at their throat already. They aren't looking good, but they're noticeably not giving up. I want to whack them with the sword. All right. Roll ahead. Not not ne- not like with the blade necessarily, just like thunk, you know? The, the, the head of the sword, I guess. Are you trying to do subdual damage? Yeah, I would like to subdue. All right. Roll ahead. That's 11. <laughs> Unfortunately, that misses. Your buzz blade gets parried neatly by their actual, by their dueling sword. Ah, shit. They repost. And they will stab at you. Unfortunately, they got better rolls this time. You're going to end up taking 26 damage. Oof. So you zero stamina and minus one HP. Yep. You slip and they actually get to, they, they draw blood. From that last attack. My finger. <laughs> All right. Yep. They cut your they finger. They did one HP of damage. Okay. My finger. <laughs> what do you, what would you like to do now? But now I'm fucking mad. I'm going to, I'm going to bash him with the, with the blade this time. All right. Make your attack. You, do you want to do two attacks at a minus four each? Or do you want to do one attack? Um, I'll go for two minus four each. All right. So the first one is uh, an eight. All right. What's the second the one? The second one is is a 10. You, that was apparently one of your good fingers. <sighs> Since they both missed, they're going to stab at you. I've again. got like one of those. <laughs> yeah. Stabbing it is a minus four, but unfortunately that still hits. Oh, Lord, they, they end up dealing 22 points of damage to you. Jesus. Jay, you was, okay. I had 31 HP left. Do you have any grenades with you or something? Oh, yeah, I got some grenades. All right. I don't remember what we decided on for ammo for grenades. I think basically, I think you would have about four grenades and they recharge after each mission. So it's a sticky, sticky bomb grenade. I'm going to... Well, actually, this doesn't do damage. Oh. So what it does do is it entangles them for 2d4 rounds. All right. Which does seem useful. You want to entangle them? I will entangle them with a sticky bomb grenade. All right. They did not make it. Long story short. So they are they are entangled. All right. They are entangled for five rounds. And then I guess do do I have movement after I attack? Yes, you do have movement. 
I'm going to try to like get away a little bit. Are you getting going deeper in or leaving? Uh, I'm not leaving the room. All right. I, I'm just getting away, like out of there. All right. Because so that they are entangled and not able to smack me with their blade. All right. Yeah. You are able to get away. They are going to try to get out on their turn. Let's see what that does. Let's see. Entangled. You get a minus two to your penalty, reflex, your dexterity. So they're going to try to get out of the entangled on their turn using their action. They unfortunately fail. It is your turn. You can pick up your pistol and shoot them if you wish. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Let's pick up the pistol. That's a 27. All right, roll damage. So this is 1d6. Let's see, how does this actually work? Do I get multiple shots with a gun? I mean, if you wanted to take the minus four, you can. I got nine damage for the first one. All right. 15, 11 doesn't hit. No, it doesn't. Does it? Because this is a range, isn't it? Yeah, it lo- looks like, yeah. With their entangled and such, that'll hit. Okay. Yeah. Then. They got themselves further stuck trying to like, get rid of it. They just rolled that shittily. Another nine. Another nine. All right. So you finish them. <laughs> That's what the gun sounds like. It's like, bzz. All right. <laughs> you blow their head in with a bzz. It's like not a super like power. It's just like a quiet little bzz. All right. <laughs> they are done, though. Now for the uniform. I'm going to take their uniform. <laughs> All right. You managed to pry their uniform off them. There's like a lot of connectors to their actual body, so it's kind of disgusting. It is just... <sighs> but yeah, you I get have... the spray bottle. <laughs> you you have an unknown <laughs> uniform in your inventory right now. I'm gonna put it on. It's too small for you. I'm gonna put it back. <laughs> oh Jesus! It I'm gonna also, toss in... There's a lot of holes I... in it. <laughs> I well, I I was only thinking to take it if it was if I could like to put it on, so I wouldn't have taken it off. Oh, okay. So you <laughs> ju- you just toss the uniform back on. It's still fr- fr- rather disgusting. All right, down the stairs, I guess stealthily, with my static arc pistol ready. Roll me a stealth check. Don't fail me now. Eighteen. All right. Uh, plus fifteen is. 2333. Nice. So going down the stairs, you do see that several of the tombs have been opened. And if you investigate them once again, you see that they aren't actually taking any of the valuables, just any remains they can find. You eventually get to a hole that leads deeper in. It leads out of the tomb itself. It's like they bore into the tomb from underground. Jeez. You have not seen anyone else in this area. I'm going to check out that hole, I guess. All right. Checking out the hole. You you can go down it until you find what looks like a makeshift prison. There's like a gunmetal gray chair, like made out of junk and shut such, like off to the side with a sort of a cap attached to a machine. And you see several, several bodies like, stacked up to it. You do see the doctor. He seems to be the only prisoner left alive currently. 
And this is the guy I was trying to bring back to Brightco. He's the guy you're going to, you were trying to kill and get the neural implant from. Ah, found you. Do you stay in stealth when you're doing this or? Yeah, that's me popping out of stealth and going, guess I found you. Oh, oh uh, are you in the coalition? No, I'm not from the coalition. Oh, so how can I help you? <laughs> oh. I pull up my gun and shoot him. You plug him in the chest and he lays there like asking, pleading for mercy for a bit. Do you shoot him again to finish him or do you just let him bleed out? I finish him. All right. You finish him and you are able to retrieve the implant from his head. It's nothing personal, Doc. All right. I I guess I take a look at the neural implant. All right. It's a small box with several wires attached to it. Very bloody currently. You don't have the resources to see what's on it right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I guess I tuck that in. They probably gave me something to put it in when I got it. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in whatever box they gave me. All right. Whatever. And uh, get out, I guess. All right. I have, no, I have no more business here. All right. As you're getting out, you go back to the village and you are hearing the sounds of gunfire in the distance. You do see like a coalition drop ship descending towards the relay and it's firing at something on the ground. On the ground? Yes. <sighs> you do remember those tripods. So since you didn't see anyone else, you'd probably be able to put together that whatever happened down here, they were also at the relay. Can't get back without my comms. Also, I, it would take an hour on foot, but you do have that personal vehicle you got. So it would take significantly less since I assume it's an air vehicle of some kind. Yeah, I, I get into the vehicle and I'm like, shit. All right. All right. Guess I'm going over there. So as you get to, in the time it takes you to get to this, this the relay, the ship is landed and you see that they have dispatched of the three tripods. Going into the relay itself, you hear the sounds of gunfire and some grenades going off. Little bit of an announcement before we get to the credits. Due to audio issues, we lost the second session, so I'm going to summarize it as our group got into a fight at the relay with some space pirates who looked distinctly alien to anyone they've ever seen. After that, they powered up the relay and got a distress call from Sword Base, and went there to clear it where they fought a bunch of furry little monkey-like goblins and a big red spinning motherfucker who Zizek was able to dispatch. Once they were there, they helped retake this base and that leads us to the next session, which will be coming out on the 29th. With that all said, the High Threat Response Team consists of Mac, Jess, Nick, Lily, and Theo. Gaming and producing is done by Eric. The tracks used in this episode are Enemy Spotted by Jess and Carry Out Your Duty by Mr. Beep. Carry Out Your Duty, 2 times Spectrum, 6 channels, is licensed under the Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License. Thank you to Ray Calidus for making our art. You can find her over at Calligraphy Inc. Do you like the show? Well, leave us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and tell your friends about us. 
If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up on Twitter at DiceFiends, or shoot us an email at DiceFiendsPod at gmail.com. <laughs>